And I want to add something because taking action is so important, even when it can be the wrong action, because provide you with feedback. When you keep everything on your mind, you don't have any feedback. It's only you are uh, uh, surrounded by your thoughts, but you don't have any any feedback from the environment. You don't know the thing will be good in practice or not. So action is important, but action also not only help you overcome feedback, but also generate motivation. Some people want to be motivated and then take action. And I think yeah. that is the opposite. <laughs> you take action and you become motivated. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, Night Shift Emergency Physician, Burnout Thriver, and Wellness Champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there, there. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. This is Dr. G and we are back for another exciting episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. Today, we have Bruno Signaco and he is gonna talk to us about himself and all the amazing things that he's up to. Take it away, Bruno. Thank you for your invite. Well, I want to introduce myself briefly. I am a lecturer at university here in the UK. I'm also a researcher on business topics and a consultant on business topics for nearly 25 years. And also I'm the author of different books. My latest book we can talk about, if you are agreeing on this, is titled The Art of Compassionate Business. That is a book that tries to gather important things such as empathy, compassion, care, and also profitability. Awesome. Awesome. So it sounds like there's tons of things for us to talk about today, which I'm very excited about. So tell us, you do not have a British accent. Okay. So of course, of course, we're curious about where is that accent from? Yes, I'm Italian-Argentinian, so I was born in Argentina, in the city of Rosario, and also my grandparents are from Italy, and I speak Italian, Spanish, and also, well, I'm living in London here, I have been living here for nearly 12 years, but also I have been working over the world for a while, so it's a mix of accents, so I would say it's a mix of Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, a mix of everything, but my my roots are in Argentina and Italy. Oh, that's fantastic. Fantastic. Yes, because I was like, I'm not going to guess. I was just going to ask you because that's better. And your answer is way better than what I would have guessed anyway. So that's perfect. So tell us, how did you um, how did you end up in the UK? How did you end up there? I, before coming to the UK, I was living in, in Portugal for one year in Lisbon, uh, and I was working as a consultant also and as a lecturer. And I found that this is a very tiny but very friendly country. But I found that UK is a bigger market with more uh, possibilities, for, especially for 
my specialism that is international marketing and social business. And I found that there is an important field of opportunities here. And I, I feel very welcome here. Since I, I have arrived here, I felt that people are very friendly. So I am very happy. I'm living in London now on the outskirts of London and it's, it's a very interesting, interesting environment, interesting market and also lots of diversity and new ideas continually uh, unfolding. Oh, fantastic. And then, um, so did you uh, did you do all of your your initial work in um, Argentina I, I, then? I, I, or, or Argentina, Argentina, yes, yes. And okay. a, a brief... Uh, comment about my my story, professional story. I, I started working as an accountant. I'm an accountant doing the basic, uh, I would say a bit boring things like taxes and also auditing and also income statement and balance sheet. But also then start developing some other activities more independently that are consultancy activities on international marketing. And then okay. Slowly, but in that in that case, I was advising companies on how to, for example, look for international buyers or, for example, how to negotiate with importers or exporters or develop an international marketing strategy. I'm a specialist in international marketing. But okay. later on, in the last 10 years, I started doing um, other type of activities, especially research on traditional aspect of business but also non-traditional aspect of business we go beyond what we call business strategy business tactics and focus more on what we call the values or principles that underpin any business activities and i call these values human oriented values and started a new consultancy company that is focused on delivering training on for example, how to develop a better work environment, or for example, how to strengthen relationship with different stakeholders, such as supplier, customer, the community members, or how to uh, practice mindfulness in the business environment. And this is very interesting because there are many companies that are uh, intrigued about this. In some cases, they're a bit cautious, but I found a lot of... Um, um, very interesting welcoming attitude in many companies. Other companies are much more cautious and we started training company here in the UK, but also abroad. I see. Okay. Now that's fantastic. And then, so to go from, I, I find that fascinating that you went from, you know, an accountant and then you saw that this is a new avenue and then you pursued that. Now, was there any fear involved in that? Did you have any fear or concerns yes. about oh, that transition? Yes, yes, yes. Obviously, and I, I, I agree with you that there is always in any transition, there could be some fears. The fears are generally fear to the unknown. Uh, for example, because uh, I was doing uh, the traditional accounting task for nearly 10 years and starting uh, uh, gradually with new activity, which imply a different set of tools, business tools, and also contact with other environment, international environment, more complex uh, international complexities such as logistic, custom procedures, also different cultural environment, different legislation. This got me a bit cautious at the beginning and also I have to admit a bit of fear, but what happened? I feel in my personal experience that the fear can be overcome through action, through action, planning, action, feedback, 
learning mistakes and also I have been very lucky to have said, my first clients were very um, understanding. Also, some of my, my first clients were the ones that attending courses. I was training companies and they were very interested in inter going internationally. And so we started with my first client, the process of entering the international market together, me helping them and then obviously putting their uh, obviously uh, organizational infrastructure at my disposal and obviously this fear that was at the beginning and a bit of consciousness was overcome very easily through action through continuous continuous action determination learning from mistake and flexibility uh, being agile being flexible was important and i feel that many people are fearful uh, they keep on being fearful because they do not take action action obviously plan action whenever possible, but in some sure. cases, there's, uh, it's important to take action and uh, correct the action over the, the process. Absolutely. No, I love it. You know, it's, it's, um, that's definitely a very like tried and true response to fear that's constructive <laughs> versus, you know, responding to fear where you don't do anything. Cause then I know obviously that is not the most constructive and it doesn't get you anywhere. So, no, I'm glad yeah. that you said that. I'm glad that that was how you pursue things, you know. And and I want to add something because taking action is so important, even when it can be the wrong action, because provide you with feedback. When you keep everything on your mind, you don't have any feedback. It's only you are uh, uh, surrounded by your thoughts, but you don't have any, any feedback from the environment. You don't know the thing will be good in practice or not. So... Action is important, but action also not only help you overcome feedback, but also generate motivation. Some people want to be motivated and then take action. And I think yeah. that is the opposite. <laughs> you take action and you become motivated. Right, right, right. Yes, it's like a feedback loop that happens with that. Yeah, feedback oh, loop. Oh, yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then so so, you, so you've been doing this. You had, you had some um, amazing uh, first clients who are willing to kind of grow with you. And then where do you feel like you're now? Like now you have, you know, you've I expanded, you've moved, yeah, you've settled yeah. in the UK. Obviously, at the, at the beginning, I, I was uh, uh, with clients that were... Um, obviously with very little experience. Now, obviously, as I grew up professionally, uh, I started working with companies, medium-sized companies and big companies. And now I am in a stage in my life that I can also be more selective with the companies that I choose and also being companies that also they are very well aligned with my values. Companies also that they have also a social an environmental approach will be called sustainable companies. I try to look for companies that don't have only their heart on profit, but they look also for what we call the triple bottom line. They look for profit, but also benefiting community and other stakeholders, and also looking for the environment, being green. And so most of my clients now are aligned with these values of sustainability, care for the environment, care for the stakeholders. And also I have, obviously, I can have a much more spare time also to continue with my research activities, uh, also writing new books and so on. So I'm a much more calm and focused uh, stage of my life, which allow me to be more selective, but also uh, unfold um, as a professional uh, in a much more meaningful way. So That's this, awesome. is, this is my, the current stage of my life. 
Yes, that's great. That's great. It's good to be in that position where you're able to do things at a pace where you're getting, you're, you're able to also do the yeah. things you enjoy as well. Without, you know, you're not being overwhelmed, right? You're not overwhelmed or pushed or no. So that's good. Hey, it's Dr. G. And I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And, and I give you an example. For example, one one day a week, for example, Fridays, I do not work and I devote the full day to my son that is four years old. I go oh. to the park and I and oh, I uh, enjoy natural environment. Even I could take up more work, I yes. prefer not to take because I know that this uh, childhood stage will will pass by very quickly. And yes, so I devote, I look for much more <laughs> balanced stages of life, which include yes. not only work, but the family and yes. also the spare activities, leisure activities and so on. Yes, the time does go by very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, is it only one child you have? I have only one child. Well, we never know that there will be another child coming, but but for sure. now it's one, and it's, one it's child, a lot yes. of it's a lot of um, dedication and commitment, and also yes. Yes. Uh, we are not only teaching this child a lot, but also we are learning a lot from from him. Oh, yes. And so I feel I feel that this now is entering primary school, so it's always a challenge, but it's always very fulfilling and very fulfilling as as person but also as a parent so i feel very very grateful with life oh yes uh, is it that and that age is a really really fun age i mean really all the ages well so far i have experience up to age 15 but all the ages are they have a lot of um that what you described like you're giving to the child but then the child is also giving back to you so there's a lot of that um it just comes in different forms as they get older um i do remember like when my children were really young like that um they, it was a lot of fun to take them outside and like have them like discover things and things that you may not see they have an eye to see because of their mind being so open so yeah no that's i'm i was i'm happy to hear that you're you're making the time now because you're right, the time does go quickly. Like you don't realize it, but before you know it, your child is an adult, and you're like, well, "How did this happen?" <laughs> and so, also, and also, and also, the the my child remind me uh, of the importance of playfulness because my my child is always very playful and very cheerful, 
And also we as other people, I mentioned this also in my book, we get a bit boring and a bit bored because we we, we leave aside a very important a principle I would call that is playfulness of play and it's so important not only to have fun but also to develop our creative skills to be much more focused to be much more relaxed less stress and I feel that every time that I take for example my child to a playground we went today for example to a playground near here yeah. uh, our house and this cheerfulness and this uh, uh, way of living life uh, fully, intensely, uh, remind me when I was a child and also evoke me positive memories and also uh, put me in a very good frame of mind. Then that when I have to do some activity, professional activity, I'm much more, much more sharp, much more focused, more relaxed, less stressed. So playfulness is key, not only for children, but all, also for uh, adult people. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think we should not forget to be playful because it really does help us to have open minds and think outside the box, right? Because that's what children do. Children are not limited by borders and boundaries like adults are. So no, that's fantastic. I agree. I agree. And also there is research on playfulness and creativity. There is a clear link between Playfulness, adopting a playful attitude and becoming more creative. Because people, when they act in a non-creative way, tend to be more rigid, less flexible, more structured, attached to the status quo, less experimental. Instead, the child is continually creative. They, they, their whole life is a, a creative. They're creating experiences, creating games out of the blue. And, a, and yeah. the idea is that this type of attitude, according to research, is very useful to bring about, for example, in business, new products, new services, new ways of approaching customers, or in in a, in a profession to connect into other in a much more meaningful way, in a much in a less rigid manner. Because I feel that in most of the work environment and business environment, people are always wearing a mask, very rigid, very solemn. Yeah. And being more playful uh, help us connect to others in a much more essential way, much more basic but meaningful way. Absolutely. No, no, I agree. <laughs> it's a little tricky medicine, though, but you're right. It is definitely applicable for majority of workplaces and, and fields, uh, just helping us to be much more creative and expand what we have available, which is great. Just thinking outside the box. So tell us about, um, so how, if somebody's listening and they're really, really, really like on the same wavelength as you are, and they want to work with you, how does that happen? If they want to work with me uh, as a professional, well, they can check my website is www.brunosignaco.com. They can contact me, then we can have a conversation. But the idea is that uh, there should be a match. So it's not that they, they contact me and they will be working, but the idea is that, as I mentioned, I try to see that the company or the professional that want to work with me is aligned with this very basic principle that are, for example, caring for the environment, caring for the stakeholders, so, uh, for example, being sustainable. This is the, the, the best way to know if the potential client could be a match with me or not. So this is a very, they can find me also on LinkedIn, and, uh, very easy, but uh, the most important point to take into account whenever one wants to contact me is uh, if they have 
a focus that go beyond profits. This means, uh, are we focusing on the environment? Are we focusing on stakeholder, the well-being of a stakeholder? Uh, if so, there is a potential match. I see. And I'm just going to go ahead and spell your name because, you know, you showed me how to say it, but I don't think it's, oh, the, it's phonetically people be able to, to figure okay. that out. Okay. Well, the, 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 my name is B-R-U-N-O and the surname is C for Charlie, I for interest, G for gold, M for November, A for April, C for Charlie, C for Charlie again, O for Oscar. And my website is brunosignacoltogether.com. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> I just know people are listening. They will be like, oh, and then they won't know how to find you. And I don't want that to happen. So, okay. All right. And then, so, you know, tell us, uh, is there anything that you're working on right now that you are feeling yes, some, maybe some fear, angst towards? And how are you approaching yes, that? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit excited more than fearful, but obviously okay. in some cases it can be mixed up. My second edition of the book, The Art of Compassionate Business, is coming in November, December. And I added a lot of things, a lot of examples of companies that are uh, uh, human-oriented in this book. And obviously, this book will be launched here in the UK, London, but also worldwide. And they can find this book uh, in any book platform, for example, Amazon or any bookshop worldwide. This okay. is the most important exam. Uh, also, I will be giving talks about this um, here in the UK, but also abroad. And get me a bit, not fearful, but excited and also a bit intrigued about the, 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 the welcoming of this book uh, in the in the audience. And I feel that this is, I hope that this is a good contribution on my side. I gave my heart and my best. Hopefully this will be liked by the, the reader. Awesome. 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 Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it will be. I'm absolutely sure of that. All right. And so, you know, this is uh, it's it's a very interesting um, pathway that you've chosen. And I think it's it's needed. Right. Because um, the human side of business is quite important to keep in mind and keep intact. Because obviously, you know, with capitalism, um, you can get very caught up and you can forget about the human side and it can get pretty ugly. So I am thankful that you are doing the work that you're doing because I think that's necessary. Um, so tell us, uh, are you ready for our tradition on the show? This is a tradition where we fill in the blanks. Are you ready okay. to fill in the blanks? Okay. 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 All right. I Fantastic. The, I can fill the blanks. All right. Awesome. All right. So the first one is, if I am fearless, I will. Talk to others uh, in a meaningful way. If I am fearless, I will connect to others in a meaningful way, which means I will try to connect uh, underpinning my connection on principles such as generosity, compassion, care, camaraderie, support, uh, empath. So all these people will help me connect in a much more meaningful way. Love it. Love it. The next one is to me, fearless freedom means. So fearless freedom means uh, using your imagination beyond the status quo and also daring to take action. Even when the the a territory ahead doesn't look very promising. Always acting in a faithful and hopeful way because 
action generate feedback and feedback generate more action and this is a positive cycle nice 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 and the last one is my battle cry is well my battle cry is a uh, very simple is a uh, try to do always things that uh, you will not uh, obviously think that they are with a positive impact and think that you will not be ashamed of. So always do things that are meaningful, that are true to your core ideas, your core values, but also things that not only bring about a positive impact, but will avoid any negative impact on your close circle, but also on people you don't know that is around you. Nice, nice. Awesome. And then um, one more time, if you would, could you let everybody know how they can reach out to you? Okay, they can reach out to me uh, on LinkedIn. I have a mm -hmm. big following. Uh, uh, they can type my name, Bruno Signaco with double C, uh, or they can uh, look my website, www.brunosignaco with double C dot com or uh, these are the main ways that you can find me and also they take my books on Amazon, especially the last one that is the Top Compassionate Business at the second edition. Wait for the second edition to come out that is coming up soon. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out and spending it with the Fearless Freedom Tribe. We had a really good conversation and I know that there are those who are listening who can connect with what you said and are going to go look you up. So I'm excited about that. Thank you very much. I feel honored to be here. Thank you for your invite.